Hey everyone, welcome back to another light switch. There's times I want to keep Nintendo Switchcraft down to my goal is 20 minutes. I never hit that. 30 minutes is usually where we land. But sometimes there's just too much stuff about Nintendo for me to pack it all into that show. Uh, so that's where Light Switch comes from. Light Switch, just a little tiny little bit of Switchcraft. And we've got two stories that I couldn't fit into yesterday's episode. Or not necessarily stories, but feedback from, from two people uh, that I couldn't fit in. So uh, without any further ado, let's talk about Nintendo Switch on a Light Switch. Welcome back. It's a light switch. Switchcraft is brought to you four times a week on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Light switches are whenever I feel like it. Uh, tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, this episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like you. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Leave a voicemail for the show uh, by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. All right. Uh, today's light switch is feedback from two people. Uh, first off, a big, big, big thank you to Ralph Martinez. Uh, he had heard of the difficulties that I was having with my Nintendo Switch Joy-Con, uh, where I was experiencing the drift. And then I thought, hey, Bill, let's take it apart and see if we can fix it. Guess what? I can't, I couldn't fix it. I, it's beyond my skill level. Uh, but uh, he reached out and he said, hey, Bill, why don't you send me your Joy-Con and I'll fix it and send it back to you. And I was like, well, I mean, it's already broken. So the worst possible case scenario is that he will keep it. In which case I'm not really out anything because it was broken anyway. And it was just going to sit on the shelf behind me, taking up space for no reason. Uh, so I figured, what the hell? I'm going to send it to him. I actually, my wife has an Etsy uh, shop where she makes uh, Nintendo Switch, or well, uh, video game themed fabric goodies like uh, like uh, zippered pouches, like like uh, this one. And if 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 you're watching it on YouTube, uh, she makes like these little zippered pouches or dock socks, which is a thing that goes on the front of the Nintendo Switch dock, and it just makes it look kind of cool. And uh, so. I said, honey, you care? This guy's doing me a favor. You care if I send him a, a dock sock? And she's like, go ahead. So I grabbed one out of our, our box of ones that she's already made and sent it that to him, uh, which he said it, it, it was awesome. Uh, but he also just tweeted at me today. He said, there you go, Bill. No more drift. So he was able to take that thing apart and get it working, which is just fantastic because I could not. Uh, I ended up buying this spray that I could spray in it and uh, it was electrical contact cleaner because I thought maybe that's what was causing it. That didn't fix it. In fact, it made the home button stop working, uh, but he was able to get rid of the drift and uh, get the home button working again. So he is, said he's going to mail that back to me. And I just wanted to say a big thank you to Ralph Martinez uh, he's, he's awesome. And, uh, I, I really appreciate it. And it's, it's just amazing having, uh, awesome listeners that, 
that have all these skills and stuff and are willing to help me out. Just that was really, really nice of him. I tried to say, hey, how much do I owe you for shipping? And he said, don't worry about it. Just a super, super nice guy. All right, uh, let's take a second. We're going to thank our sponsors. And when we come back, we are going to get an email from Joel. Now you can play Donkey Kong on your ColecoVision, Atari VCS, or in television video game system. Donkey Kong has multiple screens, just like the arcade game. All right, I got an email from Joel the other day. If you want to email me, you can do so, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. And the email from Joel reads... Hey, Bill, on your show, you were talking about Nintendo not censoring games and instead offering parental controls. Their parental controls are pretty anemic, though. Uh, Mario Maker 2 restricts all online interaction with parental controls. Kids aren't allowed to download levels or anything. My only choice seems to be to whitelist the game for my kids. The problem is user comments. I'm aware that some people will build inappropriate things into their levels, but that is much less common than inappropriate user comments. And if matter of fact, I'm sorry, as a matter of fact, on the first, the very first level I downloaded, there was one. I'm sure popular levels are much more likely to have them. Okay, so there's more to the email. I'm going to come back to that in a second. Uh, So just so everybody knows, uh, let's say that you're playing a, a, a level on Mario Maker and as you go through, you keep dying at this one spot or you see this one thing that's really cool and you can hit the pause button and bring it up and say, and you can make a comment. And if you want, you can like take a pic, like they have predetermined pictures like Yoshi falling down on the ground and it says that was too hard or something like that. Uh, or you can say uh, smart idea. Uh, you, you know, they've got these predetermined ones, but you can also draw, you know, the, it has a touch screen. You can take the switch out. You can draw your your response and submit it. Now, people are going to abuse that. And that is definitely a problem. That is 100% not cool for people to, the, the people who abuse that. And I know that they think, hey, look how hilarious and clever I am. But this is a game that is, Jeez, is it rated E for everyone? I'm actually going to bring it up right now. I'm going to go to Nintendo's site. Out of Super Mario Maker 2 is available, or I'm sorry, is E for everyone. I'm scrolling through right now. Where is its ESRB rating? Yeah, E for everyone. But some some jackass could draw, you know, things that we don't want to have to explain to uh, little Cindy or little Charlie uh in in the game and as you play the level uh there'll be like these spots where people have left comments and the comments pop up as you run by uh and i think that that's not good now i do believe that nintendo is probably doing some kind of curation on these comments but clearly they're not all being taken care of because our friend joel he said that he saw one on the very first level so already there is a breakdown somewhere with Mario Maker 2 and it being E for everyone and the fact that it has user-generated content like that where someone can draw... I mean, if you've ever played Splatoon 2, uh, you'll you'll know that like they have these like graffiti that you can make and people have found ways to make very, very detailed graffiti... I don't understand how they do it, but like they take a picture and they can 
basically turn it into this the the drawing mode uh in the game and then they can upload it to the to the game and people have been doing memes with it and stuff like that well what's to stop somebody from you know putting something that is inappropriate for kids in the game and honestly right now it's only nintendo's curation and I don't know that Nintendo, it seems like Nintendo's not doing a good enough job at, at that curation, according to Joel. Now, myself, I've not run into this. But what Joel is saying is, look, I want to be able to let my kids play this game, you know, these downloaded levels. I want to, I want them to be able to play this. Most of the time, if they're playing this game and somebody makes a level that looks like a dong or something, the kids probably aren't going to notice. And if they do notice, then guess what? They already know what it looks like. It's not that big a deal. But people people can put like very, very uh, inappropriate phrases and stuff. Uh, so I, I think that this is something that, that you have to worry about. And I think that's something that Nintendo needs to fix. And the one way that they could fix it is to make it so that if you went into the parental controls, you could say, yes, my, my kid can download the, uh, the levels, but they can't see the comments and they can't make the comments and th things like that. Uh, let's go back to the email from Joel. Uh, he said, I know comments can be turned off and you can go into the game and turn off the content, the, the, um, the comments. Uh, but there doesn't seem to be a way to restrict a user from turning them back on. It's not a good situation. I couldn't even find a way to report the comment, though. I think there must be one. And you know what? Honestly, I, I don't know if I have uh, Mario Maker 2 running on my Switch right now. If I do, I don't. I have Cadence of Hyrule running. Um, I don't know if there's a way to report inappropriate stuff uh, for a level or a comment or anything like that. And uh, if there is, feel free to write in and uh, and let us know. Uh, I don't I, I don't have the game running right now, so I'm not going to fire it up and check. Uh, he says, he goes on to say, it's a pretty sad situation where I can't let my kids freely play Mario on their own. The internet is not going to change. So Nintendo should give us more granularity in the parental controls. They have a smartphone app dedicated to it and they aren't doing much with it. I'm happy to have the choices we do on Switch without censorship, but they need to give parents better tools and folders to hide some of those game icons. And that is absolutely true. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, there is a game icon that I have uh, on my Switch that would be, it would be very inappropriate for some kid to see. I think it was for a game called Garage. So I'm trying to find it right now. If you're watching this over on YouTube, you will see it. Uh, you know, if there's kids in the room, get rid of them because it's got... Let me just uh, close cancel i don't know if it'll go to the full screen now i didn't go to the full screen but you know i'll just describe it there's a guy there and he's got a dismembered head that he's holding uh you know by the hair and like there's blood dripping down and stuff and you know if if you're gonna do that put that on your on your uh on on the cover of your game then give me a way to hide it so that when my kid plays they, they don't see that kind of thing. Uh, Joel Mead in chat says, it's not your copy of SNK Heroines. Well, I mean, guess what? I, I have far less problem with, um, with sexual 
what's the word that I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to figure out how I can phrase this. I, I don't, boobs are boobs. Boobs are in the real world. Kids are going to see boobs. It's not the end of the world. It's just extra skin. So I don't care about that. That's, it, it's not like that. The cover of SNK heroines does not appeal to me. Uh, I had no idea that the game was that was so risque. Uh, but what, what bothers me is like, uh, over the top ultra violence. Uh, and like that stuff should be like, we should be able to hide that on our screen so that if our kid does play or if they're in the room and I'm getting ready to play Mario, uh, maker or Mario Kart with them, they don't see this guy holding up a dismembered head where the game is definitely made for adults. And I don't think that that should be censored, but you should also give me the option of having like, having like an alternate cover that's, and if it's just black and white that says the name of the game garage, then I'm fine with that. Like every, I, I think that that would be a really good feature. If every single game on a video game system came with two icons that would live on the, uh, on the screen, one icon, if you don't want to censor it and the other icon, I could just push a button, put in a password and hide that other icon so that it doesn't show, um, dismembered bodies or blood and gore all over the place. Uh, I think that that would be a, a good idea. Uh, so I do think that Nintendo and PlayStation and Xbox, uh, I, well, I don't know about Xbox, but I do think that all of these platforms, they do need to give the, the parents a little more uh, control, a little more granularity in the parental controls, because at the end of the day, that's going to make for a happier parent. Uh, it's going to make uh, the, the the customer happy, and they're much more likely to buy stuff from you if they're happy. And it's just the right thing to do. All right, let's uh, let's get out of here. This, this, it's a light switch, and we're almost to twenty minutes. Damn it, Bill! Stop talking so much. Uh, become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, nominate the show for the podcast awards. I'm trying to bring up the podcast awards. I, I, I should have had. Okay, yeah. Podcastawards.com. Nominate Nintendo Switchcraft over at the 14th annual People's Choice Podcast Awards uh, at, at podcastawards.com. And, uh, you know, if you want to get a hold of me, you can uh, email me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com, just like Joel did. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. And if you want to support the show, runjumpstomp.com slash thank you and more content like this at runjumpstomp.com slash shows. Let's listen to the outro music by Noteblock, and I am out of here. Thank you for listening to this light switch. Bye-bye, everybody.